All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, the president's attorney, Joe Tacopina, joins us once again today. We are on week two now of what is indictment watch uh, regarding President Trump, the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg. We'll get to that. Uh, we have investigative reporter Peter Schweitzer, along with Eric Eggers of the Government Accountability Institute, as we have a lot of new information regarding the Biden family uh, crime syndicate uh, or the Biden family syndicate, uh, soon to be proven, hopefully, that it will be a crime. But uh, certainly we know now that but beyond any doubt that Joe Biden lied when he said repeatedly some nine times that we know of between uh, the campaign and being president that he had no knowledge of any uh, business dealings regarding his son, Zero Experience Hunter, uh, because we got evidence all over the place to the contrary, and it says just the opposite. So we'll get to all that in the course of uh, today's uh, show. Uh, a lot of news, but we are on indictment watch. And this case fell apart last week. By every measure, it fell apart. And there's three huge things that happened last week. And I have my interview with President Trump airing tonight. Um and we talked about the three things that really went in his favor last week. Because remember, he even had tweeted out on, or not tweeted, he went on Truth Social. And he thought he would be uh, arre arrested last Tuesday, about six days ago. And that was the general belief. Now, nine days before he had ever talked about it, the New York Times was talking about it. And then four days after that, they ran another article talking about it. Now you got a New York Times article saying, yeah, this isn't really a good idea to indict him here on this Alvin Bragg Manhattan DA charge. Uh, this is small potatoes. So uh, what is really happening behind the scenes? Nobody knows. The reports are there's massive chaos inside of the Manhattan DA's office. You know, I guess people ready to kill each other and just a lot of disagreement. Not sh We don't know for sure. My guess would always be that you can indict a ham sandwich and especially in a venue like New York City uh, that is so hostile to Republicans and, and conservatives, especially Donald Trump. You know, so the indictment part, I think, is always doable, regardless of, of what the evidence may show. Bob Costello last week just decimated their star witness, Michael Cohen. And and his, again, he would be testifying in a case and Michael Cohen would be their star witness. The only difference being is Bob uh, Costello has a stellar reputation versus a convicted felon, admitted liar, Michael Cohn, serial liar. So anyway, that that's all that that's going to be very interesting to watch if it happens. Then, you know, it reemerged. The TMZ article also picked up by The Washington Post and elsewhere about Stormy Daniels signing documents saying that she never, ever had sex with Donald Trump. And that's her signature. Um, would she be witness number two? I don't know. I, I, from my knowledge, she was not called before the grand jury. But that's neither here nor there. You know, what is the charge? Then you had the letter from Michael Cohn's attorney in February of 2018. I read it all last week on the program. I won't read it now. But it was as exculpatory as it, it could ever be. By the way, Joe Biden, got to give Biden credit when it comes to telling the most outrageous lies with a straight face. Probably nobody does it better. Uh, anyway. He actually, in an unhinged tweet uh, of Saturday that MAGA Republicans, there's always MAGA Republicans, they want to cut federal funding for border security. 
Are you kidding me? This, 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 this is a signature issue for conservatives and Republicans in the country. And Joe, but it's just like him saying, oh, it's transitory. Inflation is transitory. No, the borders are safe and secure. The borders are safe and secure. Don't believe your own eyes and don't believe the statistics, you know, showing that we're now well on our way to over six million people having entered this country illegally under Joe Biden. Anyway, Biden goes on to say MAGA Republican proposals would slash funding for border security, a move that would allow nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl into our country. We need more resources to secure the border, not less. Well, who fought Donald Trump the entire time on on funding of the border wall? That was the Democrats. Remember Donald Trump used other appropriations from the Defense Department budget? to build the wall that he was able to build, but he didn't have time to complete. I think, what, 500 miles by the end of his his term. Now, Biden's tweet included a photo of himself shaking hands with a U.S. Customs and Border Protection officer, which was taken from his first and only trip to the border, which was in this January. So for two years, over in that period of time, over 5 million people illegally came into this country and they were telling us over and over again, the border is secure. The border is secure. So they just go out and lie. Uh, one thing as it relates to the war with Ukraine is we've discovered that Biden is spending you that Biden is spending Ukrainian aid money on retirement programs. For Ukrainians. I, this is on just the Congressman Tom Burchett saying when we can't fund Medicare, and we're funding Ukrainian pensions, I really think our priorities are out of whack. Uh, I would tend to agree, Congressman. For months now, congressional Republicans have demanded that the Biden administration give a full accounting of the, what, allocated $120 billion in aid to Ukraine. Now, I talked about this last week. Now, number one, I wouldn't give them another penny until Western Europe, it's their continent, that they get the... Western European countries and NATO step up and pay their fair share because they pay they, they are paying a tiny percentage compared to what we have been offering Ukraine. That's got to stop. And at this point, unless and until Europe steps up, there's they shouldn't get another dime. The second thing that has to happen is if Biden doesn't take off the handcuffs on Ukraine and allow Poland and other countries to provide the MIGs that they wanted to give to give Zelensky. And that means they're not willing to fight to win. And if you're not going to fight to win, then why bother? It was sort of like last week. Nobody seemed to pay attention to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs saying that, yeah, I don't think Ukraine can win this militarily. Well, then why are we providing and spending all of this money that we could barely afford? Anyway, the U.S., according to The Hill, has spent $4 billion in pensions in Ukraine. This should infuriate every American, you know, through its foreign aid during the war. It's sort of like when we go over the monies allocated for climate initiatives in the Defense Department. The Defense Department is to to build the biggest, meanest, toughest military, kick-ass military on the face of the earth. And we've, we've gone woke military. Now we're climate alarmist military. This is insane. And then, you know, many people wonder why Biden's approval rating is so low. You know, he has an approval rating of 38%. This was the AP 
uh, poll, the Center for Public Affairs Research poll. Uh, it's the lowest point in his presidency. It was very close to the 36% low, but 38% is where it is. But uh, anyway, interviews with polls, respondents and the public, you know, nobody likes what Joe Biden is doing. And, and what is there to like about this? What has he done? You know, look at his rating on foreign policy, 39%. You're going to give him 39% approval rating even for Afghanistan or Ukraine? Or what about with China or Russia? You know, China gets to throw their spy balloon all guided all over our country, up and down the country. And he doesn't do a thing. Russia takes down a drone. He doesn't do a thing. I don't even know where the 39% come from. 41% on par with his overall approval ratings. 74% of Democrats, 9% of, uh, of Republicans approve of his foreign policy. If you look at the economy, you know, it's, it's just as disastrous. You know, who could look at this economy and say that there's any good news to report here? I'll tell you the saddest thing, though, that I read today, and, and it's, it's something we better pay attention to and a lot of attention to. And, you know, Biden said in his, his State of the Union address, I have come here to fulfill my constitutional duty to report on the State of the Union. Here's my report. Because the soul of this nation is strong, because the backbone of this nation is strong, because the people of this nation are strong, the State of the Union is strong. No, it's not strong. The state of our economy is a disaster. Here's the sad part. Americans now are abandoning the values that once defined this great country, Wall Street Journal poll. Patriotism, religion, hard work uh, hold less importance. Only 23% of adults under the age of 30 said that having children was important. There's a New York Post editorial about it. I mean, it is it, it basically saying killing the American dream and how the American dream is at risk of death thanks to not just Joe Biden, but decades of terrible economic policy, social engineering from the left. And it goes over the Wall Street Journal poll. You know, 44% disagree that people like them and their families have a good chance of bettering their living standards. How can anyone be confident when two-thirds of Americans live paycheck to paycheck? You know, when you have 25%, according to CBS, of Americans that are food or insecure, that they don't have enough security in terms of just the, putting enough food on their table. They've dumped trillions and trillions into a, an economy already running hot. You know, 40-year high of inflation, things that we haven't seen in decades and decades with no relief in sight. Now we see, you know, nine separate rate hikes by the Fed, dramatically high rate hikes. And then they move in to save billionaires and millionaires in Silicon Valley Bank. When, uh, and then the, the, the greatest telltale sign of that was when uh, Senator Langford said, I think he was asking Janet Yellen, um, now, if depositors in my state of Oklahoma uh, have more, more than $250,000 in, in their bank account and the bank goes belly up, are you going to provide the same bailout that you provided Silicon Valley? The answer was flat out no. So it's only for mil millionaires and billionaires of the hard radical left in Silicon Valley. You just can't make it. I mean, it's, 
you know, I've never, and then it gets worse, you know, but Americans pulling back from the values that made us strong. Those, you know, values matter. Character matters. What made this country great are its people and its governing philosophy that, that rights come from God, not from government. Natural rights, we call them. You know, the great Thomas Paine, the great pamphleteer, were the guides, the dictates of conscience irresistibly obeyed. We wouldn't need any lawgiver. We wouldn't need any government. That not being the case, government in its best state is a necessary evil, and its worst state, an intolerable one. You know, 38% of respondents said patriotism is important. Just 38%. 39% said religion was very important. You know, down sharply from when this question was first asked in 1998, when 70% of Americans deemed patriotism to be very important, and a similar number with religion. You know, the share of Americans, you know, I think people are now afraid to have kids. They don't, they, they have an uncertain future. They don't know. But don't worry, your vice president is trying to, you know, lift relationships with other continents, which, by the way, is not unimportant. But considering the mess at home, uh, I think it might be a time for other priorities, like getting the economy back on track. And the worst part is, is they're not going to change. They're not capable of changing. The only way we're going to change this country is to change the people that run the country. And the only way you can do that is for Republicans to change their attitude and how they approach elections. We'll get into that later. Hey, listen, I want you all in these tough economic times to save as much money as possible. And that's why I'm, I'm telling you, you got to make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. It's a veteran-owned company with the best customer service. And the thing is, the average family saves close to $1,000 a year and many families save much more, but you don't sacrifice quality or service. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, uh, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they have a 5G network that they use. It's the same one the Pure Talk uses. They have cell towers they use, and it's the same one the Pure Talk uses. That's why you save all the money, you get the exact same service. And again, the average family saves close to a thousand bucks. Now that's a deal. Uh, there's no contract to sign ever. You have a 100% money back guarantee. They got a variety of plans. You get blazing fast data and you get unlimited talk and text. And that's only 30 bucks a month. It's simple to make the switch. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. You get the special offer. Pound 250. Keyword save now. This is real money in your pocket. If you've not joined this stampede to save money, you're wasting your money. Don't waste money. Pound 250, keyword save now from Pure Talk.